Welcome to yet another edition, yet another exciting edition of Hit the Target PSL podcast where we speak all things PSL football. Today we've got a very special guest, Uma Shalela. Coach, do you know that uh, what that word means, Uma Shalela? Right now, no, because my head is somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure um, you can recognize that voice. We've got Udu coach Dylan Carr, former uh, Morocco Sol- uh, former Swallows FC coach. Um, the the word Umashalela means it's, it's it's actually a Zulu name that is given to somebody that has recently lost their job. So they say Umashalela. Oh, <laughs> just <a> fired. <laughs> How are you doing, coach? Long time. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it's nice to be back. You know, it's always good to be here. You know, mm. it's. Uh, it's a, a nice place to come and visit, you know, with the, with the people that's involved, and and it's nice to get invited as well. Obviously, I've moved back down to Durban now. Mm. You know, it's been a year since I, it's coming up to a year since I left. I think it was a year ago. I was in this yeah, studio yeah. where we had mm. a, we had a brief chat, and um, it's been a it's been a very emotionally draining year, uh, but an enjoyable one in part, and. Uh, you know, it's football in this in this country is very very difficult. It's it's re- results driven. Mm. You know, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, whatever you do off the pitch, it's it's what matters on the pitch that counts. And all the good stuff that you do around the clubs that you work for, it's the undoing of the the team that plays on the Saturday or the Sunday that uh, makes or breaks a coach in this country. <laughs> hey, no coach, uh, that, that that was a lovely intro. I mean, we've, we've really missed you. We've really, really missed you. You've, you've said a lot and we're going to unpack um, some of those things with me now. Um, also, I've got oh, Joshua Gaylord. Josh, we've got to coach Dylan Kerr. There's a lot um, to talk about. I mean, he was um, recently after being sacked at Isolos FC. He was part of the Hall of Fame um, at, at, at the big club um, in, in, in England. You know, uh, we'll talk about that. And there's a lot to, to talk about. We'll talk about his day at Swallows. And um, we, uh, we want to ask him a, a few questions also about his um, teammate to Eric Cantona and, and being um, sharing a class with Jose Mourinho, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the coaching badges. So there's a lot um, to, to talk about in this podcast. How are you, my man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have Dylan back. I remember last time uh, I was sitting on the side sidelines just listening to the conversation some interesting stories about being in Tanzania and mm. the like being a club playing lots of football across uh, England as well as coaching all across Africa some interesting stories and excited to hear some some new insights into the the back workings of the footballing world <laughs> that's good um coach you said you it's good that we invited you and when we invited you, you know I was thinking hey you know, this man is going to tell me about work permits uh, stories and says I can't come because of work permits. That has been... <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a holiday visa right now. <laughs> that has been the story with uh, with you, uh, Coach. Uh, every club you join, there's always hold up with um, work permits and, and things like that. And I want you to clarify why is it um, always the case uh, with that. I mean, we saw also um, Romain Falls, Fortlaza of Amazon, he was announced and he was on the bench uh, days after he was announced. And, you know, uh, they didn't had, he didn't have any work permits um, issues. But with you, there's always delays. There's always that. And people are asking on Twitter, why is it always a problem with Dylan Kerr? What's your answers to that, Coach? I think you have to ask the people involved, especially uh, my former chairman, because... Former chairman of which club? Swallows. Um, 
you know, it doesn't make sense that I spoke to the GM last night. I was at the Amazulu game last night and the GM came and spoke to me and, you know, one of the things he said to me, he says, you know, coach, you should be you should be at Chiefs, you know, with the style of play and the players that they have. You should be coaching at Chiefs. And I felt, I mean, you know, obviously emotionally uh, where I am right now, um, I'm in a good place right now, but to, to hear that from a GM of Amazulu, you think, well, you know, can't be doing that bad. You know, when 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 somebody uh, of high authority comes and says that to you, but I don't know. Um, I, and then I asked him. I says, you know, how come you got a visa within a week for for, the, for your new coach, knowing that he's not only been he's not even been in this country six months. Yeah, and I've been mm-hmm. here for years. This is this is my, this is my what, third, six. This is my ninth year, tenth year in South Africa. Um, I've had four different clubs. Uh, I've played here in our, uh, with Arcadia and I actually found my passport from 1986 with the uh, original work permits I used to get to, to play mm. for Arcadia. And I just asked him, he says, oh, you know, I, I made it happen. You know, so I think from my previous club, I think the chairman needs to answer, answer that question. I actually know why. I actually know why. Do you um, mind telling us? No, I, 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 I don't think it's... <laughs> It's my place to say, um, because mm. you know I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in trouble with the with the home affairs. Oh, but when I left the country to go home, I had to go home for twelve days. I, I went home for twelve days because we made the playoffs, and I had to go home sort out a lot of personal stuff from yeah. when my mum passed away three years ago. And when I came back twelve days later. You know, I, I was I was still working as a Swallows coach, but without a contract. You know, and it took me three weeks for the club, you know, to actually sit down and, and speak to my agent and, and offer me the contract. So you were mm. working for Swallows without a contract? I was working for Swallows. I was, I was, I was still doing what I was doing before. Mm. Um, and I said, we survived relegation. We, we survived the status, which the chairman employed me to do. It doesn't matter if it was one game, five games, 18 games, 100 games. As long as we stayed in the PSL and we kept his money, that's all that bothered to him. you mm-hmm. know. And, and I did that. And I would have expected something better. Uh, either, yes, we want to keep you now or we want to part ways. But, you know, we... We, I trusted him, you know, he, he says, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll sit, be, be able to sit down. And then after that, you know, another month, five weeks, I think, went by, where, again, I wasn't able to do my job for the first time at the start of the season. So, Coach, you were hired to save Swallows from um, relegation. That was the mandate. That was the mandate, yes. My job was to keep Swallows in the PSL. But didn't, he didn't give me one game, didn't give me five games, didn't give me six. He said, keep my team in the PSL. But that's that's rather confusing though, coach, because um, the Swallows um, CEO, uh, David, um, suggested that, he indirectly suggested that you were the one that put the team um, in, in, in the relegation um in the relegation fight because he, he says, I quote, I hear a lot of people saying the coach helped save the club, which is Swallows. 
it's it's not it's not like we brought the coach here when he had three or five games left the coach had 18 games now if someone had 18 games and the other had five games and the other one survives uh, and the one with five games survives relegation who saves the club so he kind of implies that you had a lot of games um to uh, at solos you had 18 games so you are not you 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 didn't save the club from relegation. Instead, you were the one that put the club there. What's your comment on that? He knows the truth. David knows the truth. I was playing golf. I was playing golf in England, and, I, and somebody called me about that comment. Now, again, I know the truth. I know what happened. You know, at the end of the day, me keeping that club in the PSL was a miracle. Because what was happening off the field was nothing to do with me. You know, what I did was maintain the level of play, the level of fitness, the level of spirit on that in that changing room when things were happening off the field behind the scenes. So I, w- I was absolutely disgusted with that comment, you know, because, yes, it was difficult. It was very, very difficult. And one of the things I remember, Sundowns, one of the, coaching staff at Sundown sent me a message at the end of the season and he told me since I've been at the club we were the second highest team behind Sundowns for statistic wise for chances created passes possession you know we we, we were number two you know in in the PSL that year Mm -hmm. under the circumstances that I had to go through which were absolutely disgraceful for a football club for a football owner you know to 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 put himself and his club at risk the way he did and yes I had the responsibility of getting results and believe me had things been right off the field had the players been getting what they were owed and what they were supposed to be paid things would have been different because mentally uh, you can't go into a game knowing where your next paycheck's coming from or when it's coming or mm. when you're going to get paid, or if you're going to get paid, yeah. and there was a there was a there was a rolling rolling um, things that were happening that I had to get the players to just concentrate on one thing, and that's playing football. So, coach, you're saying um, David knows the truth, and you were absolutely disgusted um, after the comment. How was the relationship? Uh, with him after you sort no, of fine. did you no, like con- actually, confront him? No, about no. This? Actually, I actually, I actually get on with David. You know, I, I mean, uh, we 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 had, we had a good relationship. I don't think, I don't think, you know, the problem, the problems lie with David. I think there's so the other factors involved. You know, and uh, the problem is that, you know, he's in a very very awkward position with. Like I said, what happened last year, you know, and, and he and he and his promises to try and get it, get them, get them out of the the situations that we're in, you know, it was it was it was difficult for him, you know. He's, I mean, he's been advised badly, you know. He, the 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 signings that have been, you know, signings that they shouldn't have made, the loans that they shouldn't have made, you know. The and I've always said, you know, we 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 have to learn by our mistakes, and and, and that's something that. I was very interested in trying to fix, you know, from from last season, and and we did, 
you know, I, I managed to cut the budget in half. I used to, I, used to, mm. I managed to bring in players that would weren't were not coming in for ridiculous amounts of money. We, we I made sure that the, the players more, were more respectful. They come to work on time. You know, they 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 came properly. You know, prepared, properly dressed. You know, we 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 look like last season because of the the situations that were happening. We we had no discipline. We had no. Mm. We had we we couldn't discipline players for being late. We couldn't discipline players for not turning up for training, because you know they, they weren't getting paid. Mm. You know, so there was a lot of things off the field that that ninety percent. It's nothing to do with me. You know, I had to do that ten percent, which is make sure that the players trained, make sure they were motivated to play. And like I said, you know, when, when we played games, we were we were the better football team. We were creating more chances. Mm. We were missing. We were missing easy chances. Yeah, we were missing so many easy chances. It was frightening. Yeah, I mean, uh, watching those games uh, in the playoffs, it was there were some big chances missed there. Um, but that was a lighter note. Things changed a bit afterwards. Um, and I remember listening to on uh, Marawa's one of his shows. He was talking to David, and he mentioned that um, you were on a performance-based contract. Uh, you've said this a similar thing here with us as well. Um, and he said, uh, um, not not quoting, just paraphrasing. He said something along the lines of, "You going into the game against Arrows, they, he had no understanding of you not." Being in a job after this fixture, only based on the fact that you lost, you lost your job. Did, did you know that going into the fixture was no, there an understanding no, we, of that? No, we were. We we played Stellenbosch the previous week, and honestly, when when, when you do things in training, you, you you're identifying the best tactics, the best formations, the best the best combinations of players. I I don't worry. You know, I don't worry about what the op- opposition are doing because, you know, in, in South Africa, you can watch one game one week. And I'll give you an example, Chiefs versus Chipper at the weekend. You know, Chipper were a far better team, you know, mm. against a, you know, a, a, a good Chiefs team. But then I watched Sekikuni versus Chipper on uh, Tuesday and it was like, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same game. It wasn't the same intensity. It was on the same team. You know, it, and and you look at, you go into games where, I went to watch my Melody Sundowns against Golden Arrows and they played 4-5-1 in the first half then they played 4-4-2 in the second half. But we played Stellenbosch the, the week before and that for me was the worst game I've ever been involved in in a football match in South Africa, you know, in, the, in, in, in all the four teams. Um, my players didn't look as if they knew anybody or they wanted to play with anybody. They didn't follow the, the, the instructions that We'd practiced two days before, and Stellenbosch weren't a good team, you know. But we made them look good, you know. I love him, Tetua. You know, I had no. him at Black Leopards. You know, I'll give you a list of players that I've brought into uh, African football that have been at clubs where I've been involved with them, got big moves, you know. And him, Tetua was one of them, you know. And I tried to sign him at Swallows before he went to Stellenbosch. That game got him Tetua a call up into the Bavana Bavana squad because we made him look a good player. He is a great player, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mm. I love him, Tetua, Ox. You know, I love him. But we made him look a good player and I have better players than that. I had better players. You know, and for some weird reason, whether whether the players were getting tired, you know, of me as a coach or whether 
you know, other players weren't happy with not playing. It just, it just didn't seem, it just didn't seem like my team, my my players. And I and I watched the game the Sunday morning and I analysed it and I did. I, I must have watched it twice because I had to go through everything like I do with a fine tooth comb. And on Monday I came to training and I just thought, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna let them run. I'm just gonna let them run. Cause they let me down. They let me down big time. <laughs> you know, so was it like some sort of punishment or? It, yeah, because. I've never been. I, I don't believe in running. I don't believe. I, I believe in high intensity, small sided games, which are related to the game in, in yeah. the defence and in midfield. We were conceding goals from individual errors, and it's pleasing to see Swallows won yesterday with a clean sheet. I, I was delighted for them, um, but individual mistakes were, were costing me games. You know, two mistakes against Ellen Bosch, four horrendous individual mistakes against Golden Arrows. When, if I'm honest, the first 60 minutes, we were all over arrows, you know, but we couldn't score. We gave two goals in a mi- within a minute, mm. you know, within 10 minutes we gave one in the 10th minute, one in the 11th minute. We're chasing the game, but we actually played good football. We actually played very, very well. Um, and then Masunda missed that opportunity in the second half. And then we do another critical error. Kwanda decides to, you know, come dribbling out, loses possession. They score the third. You know, I'd rather lose four nil than lose two nil. I'd rather go for the game than you know just sit there and 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 stay on the, you know, keep the score down. Mm. So yeah, when we lost four nil, this the first time the chairman called me after the game, and you know emotions are very very high. You know, I wasn't happy. Um, I knew that you know the goals we conceded were, were, were you know infant infantile errors. You know, under 15s players would make that, not professional players, mm. you know, and I've stuck my net out, I stuck my neck out for Taka, the goalkeeper, mm. when he made the howler against Amazulu, you know, in public and said, look, everybody has that, everybody does that, yeah, you know, and then he makes another mistake against um, Arrows, you know, which ultimately, you know, um, cost me my job, but when I sat in the meeting with the chairman, the CEO and the COO, You could see it wasn't David. It wasn't David. It was the CEO and the CEO that was was there's probably, you know, the people that were pushing from for for David to to, to let me go. You know, mm. they they brought out this comment about statistics and percentages and possession and chances, which I knew, you know, was far from the truth. So did you challenge that since you knew it was? Oh yeah, I sent I sent him I sent him the the statistics after. You know, after the meeting, once I found the statistics, mm, mm. you know, it was like I say, I knew, I knew the truth. You know, and like I said, everybody's got opinions on football. They thought that we only played well for the first 10 minutes. You look at the game; we actually took the game to Golden Arrows at Princess Magogo, which is always going to be difficult to to play at. And we have we had a go, but we just we just didn't have that mm. finishing touch. Um, but you know, like I said to you in the intro. Football in this country is results driven, mm. you know, and uh, you, you never get time to, you know, put your plan in place. Even though I was there from pre-season, we had three three weeks pre-season, and this season's been kind of an horrendous season with fixtures, coming thick and fast. Three games here, mm. and then a week off, and then one game, then another two weeks off, and then another three games. It it doesn't give you a chance to build anything. And we've got the FIFA ban. 
which the chairman's promised that he would fix and sort. You know, I've got three players with Ziki, two Tanzanians, two international Tanzanians. Uh, I, I wasn't allowed to play, you know, and, and there's still no further down the line in gain a visa. But they've got a FIFA ban, so... They can't sign. They'll never sign. Mm. So five games I'm on the bench. The only thing I can do at, at half-time is change it. Pirates, half-time, changed it. We were better. Cape Town City changed it. We were better. Um, Amazulu, we were better and up until that mistake by uh, my goalkeeper. And Sekakuni, you know, I had to change it from the dressing room at half-time. That's not being the boss. That's not doing your job proper. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know, if you're, if you're not on your computers, if you're not online, if you're not checking the the odds and the fixtures, you know, <laughs> you can't do your job. Yeah. And the company will suffer. Yeah. You know, but for some weird reason, again, I'm sat in the stand for five very, very important games. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's proved that when I was on the bench, especially the first five games, sorry, when I was in the stand, when I changed it at halftime, we, we were a better team. We, we changed how we were playing because it had to be done. And so we played at Gallants, um, we drew 1-1 one, one there. Again, you give the instructions, don't let Ndondlo on the ball too much and Ngema. We don't do it. Half-time, change it. We become the better team. Masonda misses a chance. We, we take a point away from home, which is good. And then, as I've always said to the players, in all the teams I've been with, believe in yourself, have the confidence in yourself. Doesn't matter who you are, you're, it's 11 v 11. Mm. But it's what we do that matters. And then Wambi, my captain, my acting captain, said to me, there's no tactics and formations. And I said, but... Your captain telling you there's no tactics and formations? He said, we don't do tactics and structure. I says, I've never done tactics and structure. I says, in eight years, I've won six trophies. And I've kept four teams in the PSL by my tactics and my structures, mm. which is playing football, which is concentrating on our team. And it's worked. But coach, can you please um, elaborate on that when you say you've never done tactics and structure? What did you mean? Well, when I don't, I don't, I'm not one of these coaches that, and I've done it, well, since I've been coaching in, in 2013 when I, when I got my first job in Vietnam. You know, when you've got a squad of 34, 36 players, you know, and you do 11 v 11, you know, you've got 14 players that sat on the sideline. You know, so what are them players doing? What are them players thinking? What yeah. are them players saying? You know, you're the coach and coach doesn't like me and I don't like the coach and why is he not, why is he playing and I'm on the bench and why am I not getting the squad and why am I not travelling? You know, and then that becomes a problem then because then players on the sidelines, they will start to nitpick at other players, especially the younger ones. So I've never done that. I've always involved every player and said, right, you go and select yourself. You go and pick yourself. By the way you train, the way you live on the field, off the field. And it's worked. It's worked for me. Because yeah. everybody's involved. Everybody's fighting for a position. I don't leave anybody out. You know, and when we do training, the work I do with, with, with the players is, one, we're going to attack. Two, we're going to score goals. And three, we're going to make sure that we don't leave gaps open for other teams to penetrate or to get in behind. 
So that's that's how I that's how I work, and it's and it's it's worked. It's worked for me for the past eight years. It's worked, but obviously, you know, we we lost the game, and obviously players talk, which is fine. But it was interesting. I just I just, I actually laughed. I actually laughed. <laughs> I actually laughed. I said, "Hang on." So I've won two league tam- championships back to back in Kenya. I've won the FA Cup in Vietnam. I've won the Super Cup in Kenya. I've won the Compact Cup when I had a team for two weeks of individuals from from other four other teams in in mm. in, in Gauteng. I said I've kept four teams up in in the Premier League when we were rock bottom relegation certainties. And you you want to talk about tactics? And then 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 somebody sent me a comment from Brian Clough, and he says football's not about tactics. Football's about players wanting to win. It's all about the players. So, you know, um, Coach, speaking about um, tactics and saying football is not about tactics, there's been a lot um, that's been said on social media about um, Chupa United, Morgan Mamela, you know, um, a lot of people saying he doesn't have um, the those uh, good coaching licenses and things like that, but his team is winning. So others are now saying um, that means coaches don't need your licenses and, 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 and all of that. So are you also part of the wagon that's saying, um, all the stuff is unnecessary. It's all up. It's all up to to the players. You see, well, you've seen it. You've seen it with Chipper. They've won four games. They've never won four games on the bounce, mm. and you can see a different mentality. You know, from when Morgan took over. Yeah. Right. It, it, you know, he's he's got a presence on the. He's, I mean, I sat with him yesterday at the game for the second half. You know, there's a presence about him that the players, when they want to play for you, they'll play for you. When they don't want to play for you, then that's a problem. Mm. So it, it it all goes down to how do you make players play for you? You've got to you've got to you've got to get their trust. You've got to get their belief. You know, and you've got to believe in them. You know, I I never stop. I actually said to my players, "You've got a chance this year of doing something very very good in this football." Mm. You know, but you know when when I, when when you see it every day, you know when you see it when you see the performance and the energy and the effort and the work ethic every single day and then you go into a game situation and they go and play a different way to what they, they practice from from what you see every day because you pick that 11 based on what you've been doing in that week mm. you know you pick a striker and who's who's got confidence who's got who's who's got the the movement who's got the thinking that's why you pick your strikers you pick your defenders who's your best best back three or best four who you know? You pick them on what you see in training. Who's got that fight? We didn't concede goals in training. We scored lots of goals in training. We didn't. We we kicked ten tons of crap out of people in training. But in games, we didn't do it. You know, we were like dogs biting mm. to bone. You know, fighting for that one bone in training. You know, we would kick each other in training. I mean, and seriously, seriously hurt each other in training. But then in game games, where 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 does that go? You know, and all, obviously it falls at the coach. You know, it, it comes back to the coach. But once they step over that line, the coach's responsibility is to manage the game, mm. not the performance of the players. Like you said, when, when we played Stellenbosch, it was like I was watching a different team. Mm. You know, it's like I was watching, it, it wasn't my team playing. You know, they couldn't pass the ball, they couldn't cross the ball. You know, they, we, didn't have, we didn't even have a shot at goal. I mean that's not that's not the way I play. It's not that's not my team. We're the ones who have, maybe have ten shots and don't score, and the opposition have two shots and score two goals. 
That yeah, you you mentioned your captain questioning your the way you did things. Um, a lot of the time we see maybe this is an important figure in the dressing room for you. Um, has there ever been a moment where now this one of your 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 players have fallen out or some of the the team has no. stopped playing for you? Have you no. been able to overturn that? No, no. The the problem is is, is not one of them. I found out. You know, there's something, you know, which will hold me in good stead, you know, if I do return back here. You know, players don't take responsibility for, for, for themselves or their teammates. They're quite happy to, you know, point fingers behind people's back and speak about players and speak about things, you know, after the game. But in that dressing room, I mean, I've used, when I was a player, we used to, I used to fight all the time, mm. especially if we lost. You know, especially if somebody was 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 not doing his job, and it cost us three points or two points back in the day. You know, it's uh, you know we we would fight. You know, but it, you know nobody gets angry if if my defenders made a mistake. Nobody shouted my defender. If my striker was missing an easy chance, nobody shouted my striker. Nobody pointed a finger at. It. They, they, it's like they're scared. They're scared mm. because they you know they don't want to upset anybody. Mm. You know, and and then, again you know when when. When Takasani uh, made that mistake against um, Sunna, uh, against Amazulu, everybody wanted to lambast him from the highest rafters. He made a mistake. You know, it cost me the game. If he didn't make that mistake, we wouldn't lose against Amazulu. But I had to support my keeper because everybody makes mistakes. Mm. You know, but then nobody, no, no, my, no my players would, would, hey, you know, Taka, what are you doing? You've just cost me a bonus. You just mm. cost me three points. No, and 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 that's something that's different, you know, comparing to you to to, to so, Europe. So, as a coach, you you love it when you see players having a go at each other, fighting, and well, we see we see him at halftime. I brought we see him off at halftime. Isaac's against Silimosh. He threw his boots, and he, he was angry. He had one touch the whole forty-five minutes. Like I said, we didn't one touch the whole forty-five minutes. One touch the whole forty-five minutes. Touched the ball once, you know, and. Because he wasn't getting any service, he, he, you know, and he was playing against his old team, maybe that, and he was angry and he threw the, and I, and I said to him, I said, yeah, get angry at me. I said, but don't get angry at your teammates. You've touched the ball once. You've touched the ball once. You've not got, you've not had a go at anybody. You've got 10 players around you that's not pass you the ball, not cross you the ball. But yet you'll have a go at me because I'm, I'm, I'm making a decision because you're not doing anything. You're not adding anything. You're not giving me anything. And, and, it's, most of it's not your fault because you're a striker. Mm. You're relying on other people. You're relying on your wingers. You're relying on your midfielders. You know, you're relying on the delivery of crosses and delivery of free kicks and set pieces. We weren't even doing that right. But he wasn't angry. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have a pop at his defenders or his, you know, his his his, his attack partner. Mm. You know, but you know, he's not happy with me. Um, but I'll I'll give it to Wasim. He apologised afterwards. Listen, I loved it. I love that. I wish there were more players like that in the mm. dressing room. I wish there were more players like that in, who, who would do that. But it, but it's happened everywhere. It's happened at Leopards, at Barocca, at TTM. Leopards again, you know, when I went back there. Everybody wants to protect themselves. Mm. And they don't want to upset anybody else. You know, mm. but... You know, it's 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 what I call football cancer. You know, once one once is a little bit, and it's there, it'll grow and grow and grow unless you get rid of it, unless you get rid of that. 
Coach, because of time, the producers yeah. are already fighting us here. Yeah. I just no, want to don't worry, we'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask you this one question, Coach. I know you're a person that um, loves attending games. I saw you um, um, in the Chiefs versus Super game at Moses Mabida, and you were again seen on camera um, in the KZN derby between Amazulu and uh, Merrisburg mm. United, which ended 1-1. Um, after the game, I saw a tweet saying, I, I saw Dylan Kerr sitting with the Meritzburg bosses. Is he, does that mean he's now going to Meritzburg? Are they negotiating a deal? Nope. What's going on? No, I, look, I, I'm football daft. You know, football's my life. So while I'm in Durban, there's games in Durban. Like I said, I'm, I went to Chipper and, and Sekakuni. Yeah. I'm not going there for any other reason but to watch a football match. I love football. I actually, you've got to, when, you, when you're not, when you're not working, you've got to keep yourself involved because mentally, you know, you, you still want to be there and, and you want to watch opponents like the Maritzburg and Amazulu game. How are Maritzburg going to respond to the to, to, to uh, pressure that Joel's under? Yeah. Uh, sorry, John's under. Yeah. How's the new coach at Amazulu going to do after his game against uh, Pirates when he got a point? You know what? What's how's it going to fit? How's the structure going to fit? Is it going to be intense? Is it going to be? Is it going to take the game more easily? Same at Chipper and Sekakuni. How's Chipper going to react after such a good result against Chiefs? How's Sekakuni going to play again? Because the squad that they've got, they should be doing better where they are now. Mm. Um, You know, you you have to see what, what individual players, you know, attitudes like what individual players. Makeup is all about, you know. Mm. So I'm not there, you know, to, 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 you know, be be seen to be wanting a job. I, that's far from the truth. I'm there to watch the game of football. I think, coach, if you were seen like watching the game, there wouldn't be such spe- speculations. But because you were with the Marisbeck, uh Marisbeck United, I wasn't. Boss, though. I wasn't. I was. I, I actually the only time I actually saw him. And I actually greeted him was at half time when I was going he was going to the bathroom and I was coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> I was in the I was in the lounge, but I never even spoke to him. You didn't even never even spoke to him. So the tweet is, is, is Yeah, no, there's the, look, everybody's everybody's gonna say they've done it with Ernst when he was at Swallows, when he yeah. and Fadlu when he was at Swallows. You know, they'll, they'll you know, they'll put two and two together and come up with a stupid uh, <laughs> you know, assumption. But for me, you know, I'm 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 always learning. I mean, as yeah. soon as as soon as I, I left the game last night, I went to watch Chiefs and uh, TS Galaxy on TV. Then I watched a bit of the Liverpool and West Ham game, the first half. Then I was watching. I had one eye, my right eye on that TV screen, my left eye on that TV screen. And then I went home and I watched Man United versus uh, Tottenham because you're learning, you're picking things up, mm. you know, and you, you want to get the best from the best that you can add to where you are and, and what you're doing. Game. Right now, I've just done my CPD, which is my continuous coach development program, or CPD, yeah, something like that, with the SFA. So I've, uh, that's to keep my licence. So okay. I've done that. Uh, so I've, uh, it's given me, uh, this past two weeks down in Durban, it's given me time to do that. Um, so for the next three years, I've got another, I've got 15 hours to do over the next three years. So licence is safe, but... Going back on what you said with, uh, you know, being at these games, I'm hoping I'm going to be at the Amazulu Chiefs game for yeah. the MTN8 because it's a semi-final. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't want to go to the semi-final? You know, it's... And I enjoyed the atmosphere against Chipper. I thought the Chiefs fans were brilliant. You know, that the, the, they, they, they came in numbers and, 
they, they made a good atmosphere and it's a shame that they, they got beat because I think maybe the numbers would have grown for this game again and I hope it does um, but it's going to be interesting it's the semi-final you know they yeah it's it, who do you think is going to win it's a tough one it's a tough one you know <laughs> semi-finals I, are tough they're, they're always it's the, one, it's the ones who want to get the final they'll win yeah. the game you know when I was at Gallants we, we played Mamelodi Sundowns and I said to the guys look nobody remembers semi-finals mm. they'll always remember the finalists when you get the final nobody remembers runners up nobody cares who finishes second mm. last year Cape Town City finished second do you think anybody in the PSL cares don't even remember. no don't no disrespect to Cape Town City because yeah. mm. it was a great um, achievement that they got last year same as the previous year with Royal M yeah you know it was it was a great achievement I think was it Royal M last year no no uh, was it last year uh, semi-finals MTNA no sorry who won the league uh, sorry Cape Town finished second this year didn't they yeah yes. who finished second last year behind someone else I think it was Royal M no, um, no. It, it was uh, Cape Town City this, this well yeah and the year before was Amazulu. Amazulu, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry, my my bad. Um, so yeah, so you you nobody remembers runners up, nobody remembers second place. Yeah. Always win. Always, if you've got the opportunity, take it because it may never happen again. May never happen again. It may never happen again, says um, Coach uh, Dylan Clark. And who do you think will win, uh, Josh? Between uh, Kaiser Chiefs and Amazulu. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one. A tough one. I mean, I think that away goal uh, in in favor of yeah. Amazulu is big, very big. So yeah, if they so. can, they've been coming out and scoring first on good few occasions, but they struggle to maintain that lead. They conceded very late goals, and if we're going into extra time, that's even later for them. Yeah. Um, I tend to lean in the bid, uh, the camp of Amazulu purely based on that away goal. Um, if they can get an early goal, it's a lot of pressure for Chiefs. I think I think uh, we will see extra time in 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 this game. Uh, it's written draw all over it. I mean, when you look at Chiefs, um, they can't stop conceding, you know. Uh, and I know for a fact they will concede in this game. Um, I put my head on the line for that run. I think Chiefs will definitely concede. And I do see them scoring um, that goal. So I do see another 1-1 one, one and going to extra time. So for us who will be watching the game, we'll have um, extra 30 minutes of enjoying football. That's <laughs> that's how I see it. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a close one, though. New the game, what do you fancy? <laughs> the other one hey, it's a tough one but I think for me um, advantage sundowns uh, I think advantage sundowns I know they didn't get uh, that crucial away goal but I think um, they'll they'll just win the game against the I- I- Pirates and they'll go to um, uh, f- the final I think the final will be between Amazulu and uh, Mamelodi sundowns that's the two teams I'm, I'm, I'm tipping and you coach it'd be nice to have a Chief Pirates Oh, so we're Aren't we having that on the 29th? 22nd? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, next weekend. <laughs> next no, weekend, yeah. yeah. Weekend. So, so we'll Saturday. have two. We want two. We need to get fans back in the stadium. Yes. We need to get fans. I mean, last night, maybe a thousand. Was it Amazulu last night? Maybe a bit more. Mm. Um, or even know, less. Uh, even Yeah, and in, in such a beautiful stadium as well. Um, Sekakuni the same. You know, when when... Chipper played Sekikuni the other night. It's the same. It's we need to get people back in the stands. We need to get people supporting football. Mm. You know, and and, I mean Hollywood bets. Don't get me wrong; they're doing fantastic for women's football. They're doing fantastic for you know sponsoring lots. And and I'm not just saying that because I'm here, but it's everything now. 
is is it's Hollywood bets, and and you know we we need to now channel that, you know, uh, from 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 this this side, channel that into into the fans, into the supporters of of every sport, and, mm. and get them back in the stadium because without the fans, you know, football doesn't doesn't really, you know, you, you, you can you imagine, you know, Liverpool versus West Ham last night, and a thousand being at Anfield, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and people want to go. I mean, you can't get a ticket. To go watch Liverpool, Man United, mm. you cannot buy a ticket. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I got a um, there was an offer at Leeds United, um, three course meal, free bar, from one till three and from five till six, seven hundred and fifty pounds. That's deep for one ticket, and you had to have a minimum of ten. So, that, so ten people, seven and a half grand for a sure. football match, and it sold out. Mm. It sold out. You know, and, and it was funny, if we've got time, somebody was saying to me, you know, you know, can you remember when you used to play at King's Park? I said, yeah, it used to be full. I said, and, and they said, but why? I said, because Abdul Bamji, if it was Amazulu versus Arcadia, he would play Durban Bush Bucks versus um, Durban City. So there'd be crowds there. He'd, he'd play one at one o'clock and one at four o'clock. As so mm. a curtain raiser, as a curtain, but it was a league. It was a league game, you know. Mm. So people were in the ground, mm. you know. And, and I've played at Ellis Park, where it's been Arcadia versus Chiefs and Pirates versus Vitz, double header, you know. And it was full. It was full, but you know, it, it was it's a different time, and you know, football was different, and the TV now, you know, we our games were never showed on TV. Mm. It's a shame as well because I would love the football fraternity now. To see the likes of Joe Mosono and uh, Thomas Madigagi when he played, and the late Thomas Madigagi, ten years yesterday, wow, uh, that he's passed. You know, and watch all that old football: Professor Ngabani and Max Mopignani, Teenage Ladler, Ace Manini, Thomas Longwell, all these legends of South African football that never were able to go and show what they had on on, on the biggest stage because of you know the yeah. sanctions and the bans and the party. Coach, before we let you go, I want to ask you one question and I'm going to put your head on the block and you're not allowed to say you're not choosing, you have to choose. <laughs> so we know in this podcast we speak things into um, existence. Which team in the PSL would you love to join? Oh, you can't, <laughs> you can't say that. Um, Just one team, Coach. I know, I know the GM of Amazulu says you're supposed to be a chief. Like I said, it was, it was, it was, whether it was a nice comment for him to say. Um, you know, it was just, you know, it was unexpected. Mm. It was unexpected. But which team do you, would you love to? I know I've seen your comments recently saying you don't want to become, what can I say, like a like a big Sam in the Premier League or yeah, Sam. Like yeah, I say, I've, you want to join I've someone who's... I've got a good reputation here and, uh, of what I've done. And, mm. <laughs> and, and again, you know, with... with you don't with, want to be with, called with when issues, it's time for with, danger. With issues off the field. I don't, you know, fo- football should never have issues off the field. It should never have issues off the field. Clubs should be run like clockwork. Should club, any business, any business that's going to work and is going to make profit and is going to Why do we grow. think we, we have these issues though? There's too many people that surround chairmen that have got their own objectives. They've got their own selfishness into the club what's what sort of objectives maybe 
Give us examples, coach. We've never been in football teams, so we don't know what you're talking about. If a chairman runs a club, the chairman's got to run the club. He's got to be the boss. You know, and, and there's agents and players that phone me and say, look, can you give me a trial? Can you give me a, you know, and then they'll go behind the coach's back or behind the chairman's back and go to other people that's involved in the club and they'll try and sell that player and they'll try and say, oh, he's, he can bring him in. Mm. A good coach it should be able to run the team as he sees it and as he thinks it's a way forward with the help of, and support of his chairman. I always had that with David. Mm. You know, he, he used to send me messages saying thank you, you know, and, and like I say, you know, it's, it's very, very hard for the chairman um, at Swallows because of things that have happened to him through other people. Through the people that's put him in this position, put him in this financial trouble, put him in this FIFA ban from 2014. Mm. You know, he's suffering from 2014. You know, and, and, and that shouldn't happen in football. You know, you, any successful club has got a good business model. It's got a, it's got a pathway. Stellenbosch, for instance, they've got a great youth set up and it's, it's, it's yeah. proving dividends. Okay, they've got the university. Swallows should have an under-8s to an under-16s and then you've got the DDC where it should be under-18s only. Mm. No, and, and, and have a pathway. You know, and that's something that takes time. You know, and, and you need somebody that's going to put this plan in place and I was trying to do that. You know, I was going to schools, you know, in, in, in Germiston teaching kids. We, we, I'd have 80 kids coming to, to, to do a training session on Thursday. We'd have eight balls with 80 kids. And all of them all of them wanted to play football. White kids, Indian kids, coloured kids, coloured kids, um, African kids, you know. It, it, was, it, was, it was brilliant, you know. And they got eight footballs. And those eight footballs, only four, had got, you know, were properly decent. You know, so you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a programme. And, and, and that's how you're going to grow and you're going to make money from your football teams because you're going to produce a line of players that like we did last year we signed we sold six players you know three to Chiefs two to um, Stellenbosch um, uh, sorry two to Royal M and one to Stellenbosch and we and we, we finished in the playoffs you know that speaks volumes for how good we were last year uh, hmm. Coach because of time we have to let you go uh, we still need to have a part two this conversation was very very uh, interesting you still need to tell us um, a lot that's happening in, in South African football and once again thank you so much for joining us uh, Coach No it's always a pleasure thank you for inviting me you know? Yep thank you Coach until next time Shab 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 shab